CuntCast podcast is rated not safe for work. Urban Dictionary describes it as internet content generally inappropriate for the typical workplace, i.e. would not be acceptable in the presence of your boss and colleagues. All of these definitions apply. As a result, we will provide you with 15 seconds of pleasant, non-offensive music for you to advance to the next program, acquire headphones, or lock all available doors and windows for a proper sensual cunt cast experience. Please, be safe out there and enjoy the program. sexual subjects you're listening to a broadcast of the cuntcast podcast a conversation with a classically characterized cunt carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation and i'm your host the jaylaree aka blasian bitch and i'm joined as always with mr Aaron Rand freeman who's just a delight what's up Aaron? um we're back yeah, it's been um, a while. Had, we've had the we've had an incredible string of IRL difficulties. Um not just related to the health of you and Bacon, yeah. but like Life got fucking real. Right. And uh, you know, it is it is hard to do what we do in the current climate. It's kind of like um Imagine being an improv comedy troupe in King's Landing episode five. <laughs> That's how it feels like to be, uh, you know, a creative in Trump land. Yes. <laughs> At least for me. No, it's completely fair. Uh, America is um, being burned alive. We, uh, America's, uh, several parts of America are attempting to, um, make it as white as possible. Even at the, um, even, um, at the suffering of whiteness, white people will blow off several limbs so that they can be a, a um, so they can maintain their whiteness. There will be a bloody heap on the ground, but still white. Yeah. That's their thing. So yes, it's very difficult to, um, live in America as a non-white dude. Uh, it's pretty hard to crack these dick jokes in um, a spiraling dystopia. <laughs> uh, maybe the dicks have had enough of your jokes and dicks are striking back. Well, I've had enough of the dicks, so like, like, same, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm maintaining that energy that they're giving me. I'm sick of them. They're sick of me. <laughs> Just, uh, Ah. <laughs> this is such a lovely way to start <laughs> my sex positive podcast. It's like, ugh, being penetrated. Ugh, no, no, thank you. I mean, 
that's real. Um, <laughs> Intimacy with another human being. Next. Um, the variance level of the average human that you encounter is so high that if you were to just swear off all of them, there is no shame in it. Um, even though we are a sex positive podcast, we are not a people positive podcast and people <laughs> stock has taken a huge header in general. So it, it's, it really it, has. Um, uh, I would say the level of uh, I feel towards sex is um, the last time I had a man erect and ready to go lying next to me. I literally prayed to God to just find some way to get rid of this dude. And I must say, God came through. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize how, like, not into it you could possibly be until um, you see an erection and just think, Oh dear Father God delivered me from this penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I felt. And the worst part is I was like, I was kind of excited for the first time because it's it's been a while for me, as I've mentioned on this show a couple of times. But um uh there was this guy that I used to to kind of know. Um I couldn't remember his name because it was saved in my cell phone as eyebrows. He has like crazy eyebrows. He looks like the dude from Tekken. Like that was his level of eyebrow game. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy eyebrows. Uh, So out of the blue, he was like, hey, I, he like lives in Pennsylvania. So he's like, I have to do this business trip. It's a one day trip. I really don't want to like, uh, you know, get a hotel because it's only one day and I might not actually have to spend the night. So if I have to spend the night, can I just like crash with you? I like crash on your couch or whatever. And he swore up and down like, oh no, it's like, it's not like, I'm not trying to get with you. It's, I just need a place to crash. It'll be super cool. Because yeah, like before he was telling me like he got a divorce and he doesn't want to stay with family. And I was like, I'm like okay, sure, fine, fine, fine. And I was like, we're going to have an adult sleepover. It's going to be so fun. I have a cat onesie. I have an extra cat onesie that he could put on. I had board games. I had treats. It was going to be a fun time. And I was like, and maybe if I feel up to it, I might give him a like half-hearted hand job. That was like what, that was where I was at. (laughs) That was as much as I was willing to commit. But like, as soon as he got there, I was just like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm wearing a giant onesie. And if anything communicates, just not wanting to have sex with somebody, it's wearing, um, basically, I just basically like the cat in the hat, but he lost the hat. Like there was, there was nothing sexy about my, my attire. And uh, unfortunately, my cat peed on my couch, so he couldn't sleep on the couch. So we were going to share my bed. So I was like, okay, you like go over the covers. I'm going to be under the covers. So that was another, like, (laughs) I'm not trying to get Mm. fucked tonight. But unfortunately, it was like a thousand degrees. So I took off the, the cat onesie 
but I was like completely under the covers. He was over the covers, so he still couldn't see anything. <laughs> but that was enough to like set him off because he kept this this dude was like Ray Charles when it comes to rooms, like just was not feeling the lack of sexual energy, which I know for me, I always felt like I was just like, like hot cunt, just energy, just into the atmosphere. Just, I just felt like I used to admit it just like, like if there was like a black light for, seeing if somebody was good to go if you shine it on me like your irises would just disintegrate but i felt none of that energy for a while so i figured he would pick up on it but i guess <laughs> he was like nostalgic for that old hot cunt energy uh so he he was like remembering me for the good to go bitch i used to be and not seeing just the depleted uh, broken by the world bitch I currently am so we're like sitting in bed and then he's like uh, we were talking about like Invader Zim or some old shit and suddenly he was just like so like how big are your nipples and I'm just like that is not even a good transition so, like how Sir. unturned on I was it plummeted like it was subterranean my want for this man I if 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 we could describe like the the wetness or lack thereof, it was like arid. Like I'm pretty sure I could whistle through it at this point if I sneezed too hard. Like it was I was just not in the mood. But this guy was like super intent. And then he started like, he was like, okay, well, I don't think you're in the mood, but Maybe you could suck on it a little. Whoa! And I was like, really? Whoa! And I'm like, I have nothing to lose in this situation. If this guy, like, suddenly, like, just steeped through my bed to the center of the earth, never to be seen again, it would not have affected my life. So I was just like, um, no. <laughs> but if you're feeling generous, you know, maybe eat my pussy. Like, if you're, if that's if you're that horny that's as much sex as i'm willing to give you and then he was just like ugh, no thanks and i was like ha! and i just like literally just turned around Whoa. and did he really do that he, he really did and uh <laughs> that was a moment that i just decided like i'm not super like i used to always be like the, the whole giving game bullshit where you're supposed to be like up for it, but I'm like, I'm not up for it. <laughs> I, I, I am super just like, like I feel like my pussy's like number should just be lifted into the drafter. Like, <laughs> like it's retired. <laughs> In fairness, somebody, it, it, somebody running up on you and asking how big your nipples are and asking if you want to suck on it a little. It's like, that's not, like that's not an indictment on your libido that doesn't work that works on that works on that works on kids when you're kids but we're all grown excessively grown and very tired yeah so and, yeah and this, this man was like way older than me so then i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna talk about my uh medical troubles and my very sad life uh so i figured that like that is daring a man to keep an erection uh, and 
nevertheless, it persisted. And I was so sad. Um, so here's this guy and he's still like trying to like creep towards me because I'm all the way under the covers. He's on top of the covers. So he's like trying to like stroke me sexily, but it kind of felt like, like, have you ever seen a baby try to pet a dog? Yes. That's, that's pretty much the, the level of, of uh, sensuality in, in his, in his game. And uh, I was just like, oh, oh, God, no, like this, this can't happen. But I feel like either I'm going to have to stress myself or just like give him sex to make him go away. And I was like, I don't want to do either of these things. And I was just like, oh, please, Father God, deliver me from this penis. And just like that, his phone rang. And it was... uh, his wife, who is very much not divorced from, calling to ask why he hadn't shown up at his sister's house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who lived in my town. Oh. Of course. Nice, and, nicely done. Uh, of course. Man. I was just like, oh. So it seems like you should probably go deal with that and your wife. And then he was like, oh, are you like, you feel weird about my wife? I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, I told you. I was like, no, you told me you were divorced. And then he got like super flustered and he was like, oh, and like, I, I just, I felt the, the erection just like melt and withered. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> thank you. And you know that like old church song they always sing? Like, he may not come when you want him. But he'll be there right on time. He's not time, God. Yes, he is. That is all I could think about for the rest of the night. As I blissfully sank into slumber because he left my apartment and lost his wallet and kept on like calling and texting me to ask me to look for his wallet. And I have never slept so well <laughs> and so soundly because the Lord delivered me from terrible sex. He asked, how big are your nipples? Yeah. Mm. As if I would be like, well, I don't know. I don't have a picture of them, but let me just show you. Like, what what were you trying to accomplish, eyebrows? Come on, man. That's wild. It is wild. Don't do that, guys. It's pro tip. Cuntcast pro tip. Don't do that. <laughs> There's a lot of don't do that. We have Don't a lot worry. of tidbits. It's still a show about lessons, and one of the lessons is. is do not, do not walk up, do not. If you are interested in a woman, do not ask how big her nipples are, and hope to get a reasonable response because it is not a reasonable thing that you said. Also, if you're gonna arrange to spend time with a woman, don't specifically say that you're not trying to have sex if you are going to try to have sex. It's critical. That's actually really important. That's an important one because. Um, yeah don't you can be very honest with you don't have to try and trick women into having sex women can make those decisions if you'd like to have sex or if you're thinking about it you should bring it up before you walk into someone's house with um hidden sexual uh, the hidden sexual agenda that is mighty rapey mighty oh yeah there's there's a lot of it um don't uh show pictures of your kids to the to the woman you're trying to pressure into sex that's weird i don't want to that right. uh that's 
let's just say let's just say we're gonna we're gonna make it a blanket statement so we can move on we're gonna move on we're gonna say treat women like human beings and if you have trouble understanding or visualizing what that means then don't talk to the woman in front of you like if you're looking at a woman if you're listening to this podcast and you're looking at a woman right now right dude but i'm saying treat the woman as a human and you're like you're drawing a blank then leave if you're on a date pay for your meal say you have to go if you're on if you're anywhere if you're in class leave the class if you're at work go stop doing what you're doing do not proceed to speak to that woman if you cannot visualize what i mean when i say treat her like a human being that's all just gotta go don't talk to them don't talk to that woman or any woman call your mom have a good conversation with your mother if she's not around then that's it go home blinds down phone off you're done until you can sort that out you're out that's it I just uh, I I just wanted to share because it was like a it was like a legit spiritual moment for me, and I also realized that the pleasure I derived from that guy getting the fuck out of my apartment, no sexual experience could possibly compare to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, it was thoroughly good. I'm happy that you were able to have um, a delightful time um, and avoid trash dick, but we must continue. Yeah. I also want to say I am kind of cranky at like the this newfound backlash uh, to women insisting to have oral sex. Wait, what? No, wait. I didn't miss. Wait, what? Yeah, you haven't seen like there's people that have this argument that like it's unfair for women to say that they won't have sex with somebody um, unless you know they get their pussy eaten like they're legit people who say that's unfair and I think all people have their limits and their wants and desires just like people say like well you know what if you must put a towel up my butt and yank it so I defecate on you during sex, I don't want to have sex with you. I think it's super fair to be like, you know what? I want to have an orgasm. Chances are your dick isn't going to give me one, but your tongue might. Right. It's super fair to say that that has to be on the menu. Right. And that is a condition for you to say, yes, I will have sex with you or have a sexual encounter with you. It's not common knowledge um, that women don't frequently don't come from having sexual intercourse. It's not common knowledge. It isn't. Or else there wouldn't be backlash because the ladies are just asking. They would like to um, at least give their orgasm a dice roll as opposed to having it not be on the table at all. So that's essentially the argument. And I think I my understanding is that it's not common knowledge that women do not frequently do not have orgasms from having sexual intercourse some do most don't in my experience my understanding it's in your best bet if you want to um actually have a thorough sexual experience you should go down on a woman and have fun in general if you have a thorough sexual experience you should just enjoy the whole naked woman thing it's actually pretty good highlight of your day you think um but there are people are saying that like that's like selfish. There are even I've heard people say that oh it is abusive to expect. Here's the deal. And I'm like no stop using words just because you you want to win an argument because that doesn't make sense. Here's the deal. I hate this. I hate. 
women should be women should be the center of sexual attention because it's slightly more it's more difficult for them to have an orgasm it's difficult for them. but also um the penis is not actually a load-bearing high constitution sex tool it's not meant to be the focus of sexual activity it doesn't it doesn't hold up under intense scrutiny so there's no reason why like it's it because of that we don't understand like we really don't need men don't really need to focus on ourselves at all the really the focus should be on women so a woman asks if there's an orgasm it's going to probably work out for you anyway we have a very sensitive protruding sex horn that's how we come this huge big thing that sticks out and you can I mean, slap you it around a lot of things with penises right yes you can but i'm saying is that penises are easier mechanically to use and achieve orgasm from get an orgasm from then woman china that, that's it. It, it, it so i i've never understood it like we we come men always men have their orgasms so i've never understood the focus well, on it not always i understand that it's still notably easier to use one set of equipment than the other it just is so I've always said is that the, the we center our penis men center their penises too much cishet men center their penises too much for they really for an for really real talk most men are gonna have an orgasm so you don't have it really objectively you shouldn't be focusing all of your attention on making sure you have an orgasm when you're gonna have an orgasm you understand we we have men men tend to get better sex because we have an easier time of it. I also think that a lot of guys see um, oral sex on a woman as a waste of time. No, but that's important. like a waste of erection time. Right. But structure, but the way sex seems to go is if you, if a woman has an orgasm or two or as many as she is capable and comfortable with having, that you tend to get more sex out of it longer. In my experience. Yes. So if, and this has always been a thing that I've always complained about is that men, cishet men will, com- will want sex, but not actually do the thing to get the most sex. They talk a lot. It's talking a lot of junk, but not actually wanting to do it. It almost well, seems I like think they want to orgasm inside of a vagina, but they don't actually want anything that comes along with that package. Right. But if you don't want it, it's almost like. It's almost like it not being not being willing to engage in a in the entirety of an act in the sex act is almost like saying you're hungry all day and then having like a baked potato with nothing on it. You know what I mean? Like it's like you, you. So all this time you spend all. I guess this is the problem is like if cis. I'm not meant, gonna lie. <laughs> it's it, just funny to me that you said that because uh, there was like a solid week where I bought a bag of potatoes and I was always complaining about how hungry I am. But then that's what I had. I just put a potato in the oven and ate it. And then I was wondering why I was so unsatisfied and hungry all the time. Right. And it's just like, it, it, but if you really, really want the, the, the full sexual experience, then you will like put some effort into it almost. And it just boggles my mind that we want, we talk so much about it that you think you would want to do more than just lazily come inside of a vagina in six minutes. For well, all think, of the centering that we do about us having sex. Oh, it's like the entitlement. Like, well, we they t- don't think they have to earn in the orgasm. They're just supposed to have them. 
It's not something you work towards. But, but, I, I just say, I, I think because of this, I think a lot of men are liars. Oh, they, yeah. They talk about um, wanting a lot of sex, but they don't really, they don't really want, they don't really put that work in towards it. And it fascinates me to just see just how ridiculously lazy um we've gotten about it and i'm just i just i just there's a, the logic of it is all screwed up we talk about it so much but we do nothing to try and actually have an enjoyable sexual experience well i, I know that uh some guys seem to think that if they make you like it then you're gonna get like addicted to their dicks and then you're gonna be so annoying and they'll have to try to get rid of you but it's like Nah, it, it, it's the other way around. <laughs> I've never in now. This is part. This is my experience in my life. Um, the uh, people who've had the trouble, the people who've had the easiest time, um, moving on from sex partners, have always been women. My whole life, the ones who, once they get laid the right way by the right woman, they just want to marry that person and obsessively follow that person around, has been men. So they as soon as as soon as they get some decent sex, as soon as they have some type of connection they're immediately on that person's hip and acting strange about it the way men do so what's weird is like i've been with dudes who are like oh women get like obsessed and then right they always have the trashest day Mm -hmm. it's never been something that i would write home about it's like i just one dude uh this vietnamese guy who's like a bodybuilder and he, he was a DJ, like a dance hall DJ, which I'm like, okay, I know you, you've got a fetish. You went out of your way to get your naked pussy. Uh, and all you had to do was ask. But um, he, he was like, oh yeah, people are obsessed with me and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, but I'm not really here for conversation. So get your dick out. And uh, it was like, okay. And then like he was one of those people that's like I fucked you like once in 2006. Like why are you, why are we Facebook friends? <laughs> like it annoyed him that I was just like, okay, that's cool, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like he he literally he is my friend on like Facebook, on Instagram, on like everything. I think it's just because he just wants to feel like I, I still am like thinking about him all these years right. later, and it's just like. Right. That is my understanding. That that is my understanding. Is that yeah? So I'm like, so how accurate is it that these women are obsessed with you, or are you just constantly checking in on women that you've had sex with, and then they're nice to you when you like contact them? Because like, I'm not gonna be mean. I'll just be like, oh, cool. I saw you're in Jamaica. That's nice. Pleasant conversation. Okay, bye now. <laughs> like, that's that's like the level. So I'm wondering how many times men describe a woman being obsessed when it's really um has had polite conversation with you post coitus hmm. so I, I don't know what the expectation is because i've either had guys get very annoyed when i comp- just don't talk to them afterwards because i figured i just assume that's what's going to happen <laughs> because um it's not like we had riveting conversations before, definitely not during. So why do we have it after? You know, <laughs> like I, I feel like we're adults. We know what this is. Uh, <laughs> but 
I've noticed that sometimes guys get like very offended if you're not like we don't really call them or them or all that stuff. Right. Like, but I feel like you should be able to read the room and know when that is expected. Well, I think some guys just want the opportunity to reject you. So if you don't give them the opportunity, then they follow you around until you can reject. They can reject you, so they follow you around, and then and they're like, "Oh, you can well, then you can buzz off now." They they want it. They want you to follow and then uh, get reject. I that's my understanding of it. Is I oh, so think that guy was like adding me and trying to talk to me to be so I'd be like, "Hey, let's have some more fun." So you'd be like, right, hey, and he'd be like, you. "No, no, I'm good." Yeah, no, that's the conversation. That's my understanding. Speaking to guys is they will. Um, talk about they will talk about um something a sexual experience being um they dismiss in uh and dismiss it and then they'll be talking about it a week later and i'll be like i thought you dismissed it but usually it's because the lady dismissed it first and that's why he's trying to follow the, her lead but he can't because he wanted to be the one to actually do it and i was like if you didn't care and she didn't care then you both don't care it seems though you just you just seem to be you just want to have the last word and she didn't uh, I so. feel like that sex would be a non-issue because nobody cares. Right, but the guy wants to be the one to initiate the not caring. By you not calling, you didn't call and him ghost you. You were just like... We see. And I don't ghost people because I feel like ghosting infers that there was some type of like investment emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> like, if our if the extent of us was, oh, I think you're cute you're okay too we want to have some sex some sex would be nice sex happens and then like i don't talk to you again i don't feel like that's a ghosting i just feel like it was mutually agreed that we wanted to have some sex with each other the sex was had so you know i feel like you don't want relationships to be like the simpsons like nobody wants to be season 22 of the simpsons socially like no one to end it. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, but <laughs> there's actually an article that I I saw that made me feel. Uh, it kind of gave me the giggles because they called it the gross new dating trend, and they said it's it's worse than than ghosting it's cloaking what was that what is so cloaking cloaking is when you like meet somebody through like online dating or like a website or whatever or social media and you agree to meet up but then you stand them up but while you're standing them up i guess you like block them on everything um okay that happens also why is it nefarious it goes down like that sometimes uh it's it's it they say uh this is a direct quote from the article uh a nasty new dating trend dubbed cloaking is taking the already well-known cowardly trend of ghosting when a romantic interest stops all communications without any explanation to a whole new level of appalling <laughs> This is in the New York Post. So I'm like, okay, like chill, New York Post. But basically, um, it was coined when somebody was supposed to go on a, a hinge date 
and just never showed up and then blocked her from Hinge and then deleted their profile. Okay. I mean, that that's a shame. Um, I wouldn't call that. That 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 just seems kind of dickish. I wouldn't I wouldn't file it under nefarious. Um, I I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, that just sounds like a person with severe um conflict issues. Per, uh, conflict, yeah. Uh, conf- uh, uh, con- yeah, yeah. I just feel like that's somebody who may have forgotten that they said that they'd go out with you. And or uh, just, yeah, just somebody who's like, eh, this is not for me. Or somebody, it's a dating app. Maybe somebody they liked better was available at that time and they went out with them. I I don't mind it. I think that we should give, let's just give um, people some time before things become like nefarious. Like that's the thing. Just just give it a minute before it becomes nefarious. That's all I'm saying. Like we're, we're like... Let people have some emotional investment in someone before the cloaking becomes a thing where if like they're dating you a few times and then you're getting into it and then they block you from everything and they tell you to meet me at a location and they don't show up and then they block you on everything. And you've been cloaked. Yeah, like I've been like ghosted, I would think only really once because it was somebody who I was dating for like nine months and then, then they, they dis- did it. Right, exactly. That's ghosting. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah first, first date, first date. Um, fuckery is um just first date fuckery it's it's not a nefarious new dating trend a sequel to ghosting <laughs> it's not guys. it's ghosting 2.0 for like the semantic web or some shit i don't know i kind of feel like um like first dates first of all like congratulations you even were gonna go on a date because now everybody's supposed to like netflix and chill or whatever nobody actually wants to like go and go someplace like now people want a pre-first date which i feel is an epic waste of time (laughs) because uh like a woman has probably already decided if she's gonna fuck you or not before the first date um okay so like saying oh let's go for coffee and drinks or whatever the fuck first like now you just have a cranky woman who wanted to be fed and you have not fed her. And she could have done that at home. Yeah. So like I don't I don't do that pre-date bullshit. And I kind of feel like this cloaking is because of the pre-date thing. Because like now if it's like meeting for drinks, isn't it I think half the population doesn't think that's a real date while the other does so them not showing up for like a pre-date they might not even see that as as standing you up you know what makes it wasn't a date date you know what makes me laugh about that is i think going to a coffee shop is a date in a relationship we get it backwards i think when you're with someone for a long time and you're able to get the most out of all of your interactions with someone then a coffee house is a date but to meet someone at a coffee house isn't a date first time i had somebody that wanted me to go to starbucks with him as he studied for a dental school exam um and i was uh, like um uh uh uh, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so you're studying. So you just want me to sit and watch you study. You just told me that you do not want to have a conversation with me, but you would like to stare at me for, a, you know, like a good 10 minutes interspersed into like two hours while you study. I, I like to think that that person's lost their goddamn mind. That's all. I just like to bring they've lost. I'm getting in, in, under the, it's a lot of pressure to be in school. You want companionship. You might be trying to cram. You might just literally be trying to stuff your mouth full of cookies for some reason because you just don't feel, you don't know when you're going to be able to separate them and have them individually. You just still all or just gobble everything up. But you're trying to have a date and company and study at the same time. High pressure situation. I can see it. It's not efficient. And like, I still was trying to get fucked too and i was like oh no, you're doing too much no oh, okay yeah okay i see and i i can't think of another way to get me more irritable and less in the mood to fuck than to not feed me fill me with overpriced caffeine and then not entertain me make you sit there and wait while you're on caffeine yeah and like, if I have my laptop and I'm like entertaining myself, like I'm on a date with myself pretty much. And I know I already love fucking me. Like I'm great. You're just now extra baggage. Right. So I don't, I don't see why these, these should happen. Like stop. Why, why do we do this? Right. I also feel like more people should just take my route and just be like, I would like to have sex with you. Do you want to have some sex? And I think that would be easier than this like predate bullshit. Um, remember, people have to um, hunt their sex. Uh, the men have to hunt their sex. They have to hunt it and throw a spear into it, track it to the woods, and then um, mercifully um, finish it off and skin it. Then bring home the carcass and the fur for their um, cold and starving family. Otherwise, the sex have no has no value. See, I don't get it. Like, I need somebody to like really, really want to have sex with me <laughs> right. for me to enjoy it. So I don't want to convince somebody to have sex with me. Yes, I want them to be enthusiastically into the sex. Yeah. And they will be once they've um, properly um, wooed you with their charisma and charm. That seems great. Um, And I'm not saying charisma and charm don't factor into my decision of wanting to have sex with somebody. I just feel like putting unnecessary roadblocks between you and the sex you definitely want to have seems like bullshit. Right. Um, again, this is what I meant earlier in the show by what you mean when you say things. So for all the whinging men do about wanting to have sex, you have to then actually want to have sex. So if you say, I would like to have sex, but you must have sex in this particular way. This woman must be aroused a certain way. She must be willing to have an orgasm a certain way. She must find you interesting in a certain way, and she must not want it equally in a certain way that means you don't want to have sex you see when you have all these things it's like when you when you're not you don't want as much sex as you say because you're you if you when you want something 
you tend to enjoy the wide spectrum of it. When you're actually hungry, you enjoy several things about the possibility of eating. But when you're not actually hungry, you're just going to say, just a big potato. And just, mm. So I was like, you know, we, we're lying about it. I think a lot, a, lot of, a lot of cishet dudes are lying about it. At the core of the experience, I think we are actually lying about how much we say we want sex because the generationally we're taught to just want to get pussy all the time when we don't actually do yeah especially because like i'm finding more and more um just trying to communicate with men for sex is just becoming too tedious for me to deal with right which made me feel like did like i felt like i actually like the sex but everything that you have to do to get it is just not worth it anymore so i was like i guess i didn't like sex that much because like uh i'm not as willing to to just do whatever to get it right but that's not that's that's just fatigue we're at the point if if you met if if the circuit was complicit thing. I think you need someone to kind of like, we all need this now. We're all just old black people now, even if we're just like early thirties, mid there, we're still just all black people at this point. We've all aged. If someone meets the completes the circuit, you'll like do a lot of fucking. If someone were to just be, if you were to be like, I think I'd like to have sex. And they were like, you know what? I would too. Let's have some sex. It'd be great. And that was it. You'd have a lot of sex. But every time you say it, you're met with all this hemming is hemming and hawing. Like I said, because we we say it but we don't actually want to live it we're not ready for it yet we just talk a lot about it because that's what we think we should be talking about you know i also think not enough people in our society really sit down and think about why they want to have sex and what it is like what do we think about when we think about fucking i think is is something that we should really concentrate on because a lot of people are using sex for totally non-sexual purposes yes um you know like i don't feel pretty today i'll have some sex and it'll cheer me up yes or i'm you know insecure by masculinity so i'm gonna go have a bunch of sex and it's like "Mm, those are really shit reasons to have sex right uh a a lot more people would like to cuddle and um a lot more people would like to cuddle and we can't talk about it. Women can't ask for cuddling because men want to fuck them. And men can't ask for cuddling because they have to hunt for sex. We have to hunt and spear and destroy and skin and, and eat to, to get the sex. We have to jungle, jungle trips and, and crafting and, and item collection and, and grinding and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and I've been in a weird situation where people have been like, well, I mean, you say you want to have sex, but don't you love me? And I was like, Right. We've had like half a conversation. I don't fucking know you. Right. Again, that's what I mean. That's when someone doesn't want to have sex, but they talk about sex. A l- you say you talk about sex, but really you want a hug. And if you want a warm hug, you want a warm hug, but we can't say that. Women can't say it because men are strange. Men are strange, so we can't ask for it. But we do not want to have sex nearly as much as we... I, I find women to be very direct with it. My opinion, like I said, I don't know. Maybe it's my limited, my li- I'm in the liberal bubble. I don't know. But um, I do know definitely that um, men want more, act, they really do say they want sex and act like they want hugs a lot. And they put you all through the ringer while they sort out that process in real time, every yeah, time. Yeah, and I feel very bad because like, 
I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to care. I just don't think I'm capable of it. And that used to make me feel bad, but then I kind of just, you know, live your truth. I, I like to come. Um, and, you know, that's fun when you do it with other people. So, like, I'm I'm game for that, but I, I'm not going to falsify intimacy for it. Right. I, I, I need to have honest sexual experiences. And that goes like triply sure for, for intimacy. Like, I don't want to feign that. Which, you know, I feel it's like duplicitous if you're going to try to pretend to be really intimate with somebody or have feelings for somebody when you just want to get one off. You, you could just get one off. Like, right. just do that. Right. Well, like I said, we, we use sex as a surrogate for a lot of things especially like i said said dudes use it for a surrogate for a lot of things which is why we say we want to have sex and then we have all these caveats when someone presents sex to us because we weren't talking about sex and we didn't even know all of a sudden now you're like ready to fuck and now you know all of a sudden you love me because he wasn't talking about sex to begin with he wanted a hug and if he would have been straight with you you would have been like i don't want to hug yeah i mean like it's not my thing but you know good luck in your journey to discover that <laughs> i've literally like had to sat like sit people down and be like look i can fuck you but i cannot love you that's just not where i'm at in life right. <laughs> i'm just sorry uh and if that's what you're looking for this is not a healthy place for you to be right. and i've had a lot of hurt looking dudes acting astonished that right. i i said that but i feel like that's honest like i feel it would be more hurtful Yes. If I went along, like, oh, yeah, there's the moon and the sun or whatever, just stick it in. Like, <laughs> that's not going to be fun. No. I think you're. I don't want to feel like I've, I'm some impish trickster. Like, like, ha ha, you've fallen into my trap with your penis. Like, no. <laughs> the chupacabra. He's <laughs> still some guy's dick. <laughs> Running around. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. real talk though, with a a a um in, in a, a look inside of um what actually sex actually is is to you wouldn't actually hurt. It's actually like it's important. Um, yeah, it wouldn't hurt because your self awareness is jarring to most people, I imagine, and that's probably the. It it's, it's is. I've had people that were like shaken and upset, like right. shaking how upset they were when I was like, look. Um, sex and love is sex, love, and intimacy can all exist in the same act, but they can also be completely Separate. not in the same like right. atmosphere. Like it's just not something that has to exist in the same space. Because yeah. <laughs> it is very easy to have sex without love. Very easy. I prefer it. And <laughs> you could have sex without love that is intimate. And you could also have loving intimacy that isn't sexual. Right. And I just wish as a society that could just be the status quo. Like we just know that these three things are all valid and all like okay for people to want, but they can't all be satisfied 
by one thing and that's okay. Like, I mean, I usually could say like what I need at a certain time, like for most of my, you know, sexual career, uh, it was very much, I wanted pleasure right and i wanted it with people that i felt a certain intimacy with right but like platonically like i wanted some chill bros who i fucked right and i realized that was like a pipe dream because most chill bros are not super chill uh when you're like okay so i'm fucking you but like i'm also fucking him and maybe her so right be cool with that that's not how a lot of people are built and i have to learn to respect that but i don't think uh people i think like it's it's what you said before people have a real issue with conflict and they don't want to have to be out and open with what they actually want because that means potentially disappointing their potential partner, which like L's happen. Sometimes you catch them. What are you gonna do? When uh, people are super sensitive when it comes to sex and uh, rejection, like. And even rejecting right. people. Right. Which, I mean, I will say I know that I used to be one of those people that I'm like, oh, no, this person really likes me. I don't know how to say I don't, you know, share that feeling. Right. I used to be like, well, I guess we're going to date for a year. <laughs> so. And uh, I kind of feel like I wish... We it, along with comprehensive sex ed, we had like comprehensive interpersonal relationship education. Yeah, and not just for like people who are you know somewhat on the spectrum, but like I think everybody has some um, interpersonal issues that they could work out early in life that would make them much happier in adulthood. Also, I feel it's if we kind of had this society where sex wasn't put to be this like indication of true love, because we all know it's not, (laughs) but we romanticize it to the point where we can't see it as a neutral act uh, that just happens. Like even uh, we say it's a sex positive show, but like sometimes sex just is, it's not positive. It's not negative. It's just sex. Hmm. I think if our society saw it like that, that would be so much healthier. Hmm. You realize that there's, that we should just end the show on that, right? Like you really, yeah. you literally just, you literally just hands together ended the TED talk with a resounding 
declaration on how we should approach our sexual future as a nation, Jayla. Like you were, you're done here. We are done here. For the love of God, we are done here. I know. It started with my um uh being saved from whack dick by Jesus himself. Um, I sang a hymn. There was a TED talk. I feel like, yeah, like good episode for you know the break we took. We should do this more often. Yes, we should have a <laughs> TED Talk. Just skew the episode and just have a d- direct TED Talk about the sexual future of America. Because it's, it's no. so hard to come in Trump's America. It really is. No, it's a serious discussion that we will have. We will also, dis- we will touch on that on our next TED Talk, but it is very difficult to have an orgasm in Trump's America. It is. It's, uh, so, like, if you're if you're having a hard time... <laughs> <laughs> you're like wrestling with that just know you're not alone like because if i like somebody who just used to just absorb sex from the atmosphere is just not it's just not happening it, it's it's everybody's having a hard time so you know don't beat yourself up i think that's that that yeah we should end it there <laughs> so thank you for listening <laughs> and uh i hope you are following not just the Cuntcast podcast or myself and Aaron, but also Unreasonable Fridays on all the social medias. And please, please, please uh, like, subscribe, and rate the shows that you love uh, so we could grow and get to do more things. uh, Because... You know, this is this kind of my first love uh, talking to you guys and, you know, sharing myself. I think it makes me a better person. So really, this is about how much I want to be a better person through your love and adulation. I'm just kidding. But if you have an episode that you love, share it. Give it give it a review on, um, you know, the things they're listed in the show description forever. So thank you, and I will see you next Tuesday. Enjoy what you heard? Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash unfridays and follow the network at twitter.com slash unfridays. You know what makes racists really mad? Black people having a good time. And we really have a good time making these podcasts. So, if you donate, then it's technically the same thing as funding the unhappiness of racists everywhere. Awesome, right? You know what to do.